Wretched Radio begins in three, two, one. I want more to feel I've looked at clear cuts in burnt forest and I've felt outraged. We are the crowning glory of God's creation and all of nature was made for us. Nature is more productive because of us, not less. It's time for Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Oh, Britannia! In Great Britain, this is Wretched Radio. I can tell you what is not going on. Outside of abortion clinics, there'll be no praying for you, Christian. Why? Because the parliament just passed a law stating you cannot pray or engage in a consensual conversation. I thought we were all about the consent. But if somebody walking into an abortuary wants to talk to you, verboten, and you don't dare stand there and pray, even silently. I am so glad that we haven't slipped down the slope that most of us said we were jumping onto. Parliament, 299 parliamentarians said, sorry, You don't have the right to pray outside of an abortion clinic. That is staggering. It is the Public Order Act, which heretofore, it prohibited protesting. Now it prohibits prayer and consensual conversation. Do you remember, give or take a month ago, a woman, her name is Isabel Vaughn Spruce, do believe she's Roman Catholic, stood outside of an abortion clinic where babies are staggering to the slaughter and mommies who 60 to 80% of the time feel pressure from a man to actually have an abortion if they want to talk, if they want help against the law now in Great Britain. She was charged with four counts of violating the Public Order Act. Thankfully, a judge who apparently still has a modicum of common sense dismissed the case. But now that evil woman is back at it again, standing in a buffer zone. Please note what you're about to hear is a residential neighborhood. She's standing on a public sidewalk. It does not matter in Great Britain if you're in a public sidewalk that you paid for. If you're praying in a buffer zone, well, we're going to ask you to. Step away, ma'am. Please note what you're about to hear is not the Babylon Bee. This is reality in Great Britain. Can I please ask you to step away from here and step outside the exclusion zone? But you've said you're engaging in prayer, which is the offence. She said, I'm not protesting, but you're praying. And that's the offense. I think that was a perfect choice of words, don't you? (laughs) No, but you are still engaging in prayer. (laughs) Honestly, you would think that this was some sort of parody. It's not. She's stating, I was praying silently. I wasn't talking to anybody. It's still offensive. It is an offense. Okay, then. So you would rather that uh, you be arrested and taken away? and stand outside the exclusion zone, is that what you're saying? Yes. I'm not committing an offense. I'm not intimidating or harassing anybody. That doesn't matter these days, does it? What is going on in Great Britain is yet another sign that Christianity has said vamoose. 
And you are seeing the people who purport to be all about liberty and democracy shutting down people's liberty. And this is yet another marker as they write the history books on the change of civilization, the way that the West has changed in the 21st century. um, This woman actually might be in the books because this is this has never happened before. And yet we are seeing Christians, in this case a Roman Catholic, being shut down just for praying. You are outside here when you know you shouldn't be. By the way, you're not going to believe this. Seriously, you're just not going to believe that. This is a pretty average looking woman. I mean, you know, it's not like she's a teacher in Canada. (laughs) That looks clownish and ridiculous. She's wearing a red coat to stay warm. Her hair is in a ponytail. I I guess, though, she's considered a problem because she's famous for praying. Uh, Public space protection is not to be stood outside here, doesn't it? I'm not protesting, she said. Now, remember, this appears to be just days before British Parliament passed the law. So we'll see how that plays out. But listen to this exchange. The problem with you, lady is that people who are going into the abortuary, they know who you are. Therefore, because they know who you are and they might assume that you're praying, that is a protest. Yeah, protest. But people know who you are and they know why you're here. Wow. Okay. No, no, I'm not protesting. But they will. And the people that persistently phone us, which are the residents and the people who use this place, are the ones that say that they know. And it's their perception of events, isn't it? No. It's your job to enforce laws. (laughs) I could make an accusation against Jimmy and the police officer would say, hold on, need some evidence for that before we write you up or take you away, which is exactly what this Bobby threatens to do. And it's their perception of events, which is. It's all it takes. I think you might be doing something possibly that could maybe offend me. And there they are, ready to write a ticket. Now, I I get what you're saying. I completely understand where you're coming from. But it's people's perception, isn't it? I think there has to be some measurable level of intimidation or harassment. And that's not something you don't have any intention I shouldn't be arrested. I'm not intimidating anybody. I'm not screaming at anybody. I'm not doing nothing. Okay. So what we'll start with is we're going to issue you with a ticket now. And if you don't leave the area, you'll then be arrested. Do you understand that? Okay. I won't ask if you're happy. I'll make you happy that you understand the process. Yeah, I understand the process. Rule Britannia. You just heard reality in Great Britain. You can debate whether that woman should be doing what she's doing because we need to remember that prayer isn't more effectual because of the location of the prayer. God hears these prayers anywhere. Nevertheless, whether you agree or disagree with her position on this, literally her location, she's being pretty courageous, wouldn't you say? Let's go to Canada. Shall we? Which happens to be a part of Great Britain, if I'm not mistaken. Ontario, a woman who had what we call top surgery because, well, we want to sanitize the mutilation of women who are confused about their gender and who had her uterus removed. She now regrets it. 
And she's not happy about what doctors did to her by putting her on a treadmill that she could not get off. Jane, stop this crazy thing. They never asked. She's claiming, according to the lawsuit, she was permitted to self-diagnose as transgender and prescribe her own treatment without providing a differential diagnosis or proposing alternative treatments. Furthermore, they never asked, hey, tell us about your mental health. She would have disclosed, yeah, I've had some struggles in the past. Didn't care. They mutilated this woman. Now she realizes I wasn't thinking correctly. And she's suing the doctors. That's courageous. Now, to me, that isn't debatable. That is something that a Christian has every single right to do. You can sue people. That is, well, for now, that's still legal. Although I wouldn't be surprised if another public order act prohibits that right. But she's being brave. She's being courageous, if you don't mind me saying so. And it seems to me we need to follow these women in their courageous behavior. We don't want to break the law. We don't want to go looking to intentionally do something that we don't need to do. Now, remember, if God commands it and they prohibit it, that's a totally different deal. But when we have the right to do things, it seems to me these women are exhibiting some courage. The American College of Cardiology study says cross-sex hormones create high risks of bad health. People with gender dysphoria who had ever used hormone replacements saw nearly seven times the risk of stroke. Yikes! Nearly six times the risk of ST elevation myocardial infarction, which is a bad kind of heart attack. Nearly five times the risk of pulmonary embolism. And people with gender dysphoria who have never used hormone replacements, those who did, their health risks are off the charts. In other words, we should be caring for these people. What does courage look like for you? Is it a lawsuit? Don't know. Is it going to the school board? Don't know if you saw that video. Zoink, Scoob, it was awful to watch. Uh, an 11-year-old was reading from a book from the library at school that includes access by 11-year-olds about two boys getting frisky. It, it, was, it, was, like, it, it was like teen porn. And an 11-year-old is reading it, and you're like, whoa, 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 what are you doing giving that kid the book? Exactly, but they give that kid the book. Maybe you could speak toward to the library. Maybe you couldn't get involved in that way because it's bad for kids. What's happening is bad for people, and we care about these folks. No, it isn't necessary that every single Christian hit the streets, calls an attorney, goes to a meeting. But I think we should at least ask ourselves the question, what might I do to be courageous for the sake of people who are staggering to all kinds of slaughters these days. What it looks like for you will be different for me, so there needs to be some liberty, but maybe, just maybe, now is the time to ask, uh, what might I do to love people? This is Wretched Radio. For your consideration, not one but two ways that you could strengthen the local global church, the Masters Academy International, training men in Los Angeles who then return to their home countries and open up mini seminaries 
to train pastors in their native land. That strengthens the local church. But there's another way you can do just that. We are partnering with the Masters Academy International to send Bibles to the Philippines. Not just any Bible, MacArthur Study Bibles to believers in TMAI-trained churches. These efforts strengthen the local church. Would you please consider how many Bibles you might send? How many seminaries you might support overseas? To learn more, visit wretched.org pastor, or if you like the Bible sending idea, wretched.org Bible. Hey, thanks for listening to Wretched Radio today. Just wanted to take a second to thank each and every one of our gospel partners for your ongoing monthly support. The truth is, without your generosity, we would not be able to reach the people we're able to reach or produce the resources we're able to produce. Listen to this anonymous testimony we recently received. It says, quote, It's such an encouragement to hear your positive attitude and good biblical perspectives on so many issues facing us as Christians today. And you know what? We could not do that without you. You You, our gospel partners, drive this ship. So from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for standing firm with us. Thank you for your unwavering commitment to the gospel. And thank you for making it possible for us to continue spreading the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ to millions. If you happen to have questions about being or becoming a Wretched Gospel Partner, visit wretched.org slash donate. Wretched. Amazing grace. Amazing gospel. Cool. Very cool. The Tomorrow Clubs now have 106 clubs in Romania. This year marks the celebration of the 25th anniversary of our ministry. But also, it is a very important milestone for Tomorrow Clubs Romania. Now, Tomorrow Clubs Romania has 106 clubs. That means 106 villages are hearing the gospel proclaimed to the kids who get saved. They bring the gospel home. Parents get saved and local churches get strengthened. Would you please consider supporting the Tomorrow Clubs? Not only do they have hundreds of clubs in Romania, Ukraine, Russia, Albania, all over Eastern Europe and now in Africa, would you please consider what might you do to bring the gospel to both Africa and Eastern Europe? Tomorrowclubs.org slash wretched. Books of the Bible. John was a disciple and close friend of Jesus. John's Gospel presents Jesus as the Word become flesh, God in human form. He also emphasizes belief in Christ as the only way, truth, and life. God writes so that we may believe that Jesus is the Christ, and by believing, we may have life in His name. Believe in Jesus today and have life everlasting. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Oh, Jimmy. Yes? Did I make myself perfectly clear? Uh, About what? Exactly. This is Wretched Radio. Maybe you need some coloring to determine if I had clarity. This is an unprecedented time for Western civilization. We are seeing godless ideologies The world system that John repeatedly warns us about, it is alive, it is well, and it is satanic, frankly. And we are seeing a civilization breaking down. The question is, how can you and I be courageous? 
What does that look like in this day and age? And what I hope I made clear, and Jimmy, you can be the judge, which is a terrifying thought. Was I clear that there's liberty for Christians that I can't impose? Hey, why aren't you filling the blanking? Uh, we, we can't be doing that to one another. Was I clear on that point, sir? I, I think so. Well, I'm being emphatic now. There's got to be liberty, so be careful of presenting a sermon or a speech or hearing one that says, this is going on in our back. You've got to do this. There's Christian liberty in the body, which is why God has gifted us differently. And we can't make our thing somebody else's thing, and nobody can make their thing our thing, of course, unless it is biblically mandated. There are all kinds of ways to help people, to love our neighbors. I'm just encouraging us to ask the question, could I be doing something? Rather than perhaps spending a Tuesday night watching Netflix for three or four hours, Maybe I could go do something. What would those some things be? Yep, you could go to a school board meeting. Yep, you, you, you could go to your legislator if they're open at night. You, you, you could go, oh, here, oh, oh, nuts. Jimmy, what is that thing called when you're oh, obedient to the Great Commission to go and make disciples? Yeah. That's event, event, event. What yeah. do they call that? Evangelism. That's the one right uh, there. You could uh, do yeah. that. Souls could get saved. 299 British parliamentarians voted to shut down silent prayer and consensual conversations in buffer zones outside of abortuaries. What if 200 of those got saved? Uh, what, what if... I think there were a hundred and some that voted the legislation the way that it was passed to protect people no longer does. Uh, what if, what if they were saved? This, this, this would no longer be an issue cleaned up, done. Then we don't need to go fight legal battles because the people in the legal system are actually thinking more rightly because their heart has been changed, which means their mind will follow. What could you and I be doing because the times, they are a-changing. Don't know if you saw this. Arizona Christian University. They were fair boating. This happened about a week ago. School district officials had recommended renewing partnership with Arizona Christian University education students. In other words, hire them. Work with them coming out of school. They're fresh. We'll give them their first gig. It's been a relationship that they've had for years. Well, the school board members said, nope, we don't want to work with those Christians. And it was that overt. Three of them, incidentally, identify as LGBT something or another, said that having student teachers with biblical values in the state's largest elementary school district, it's just too dangerous. What? We're dangerous for praying outside an abortion clinic. We're dangerous for being Christians. And by the way, if you don't think that the intensity of the abortion debate is increasing, did you see what Governor Newsom tweeted? We're not going to let Walgreens do business in our state, which probably didn't hurt Walgreens feelings because they're shutting down stores left and right <laughs> because they're tired of getting shoplifted and vandalized without anybody getting involved from the government to protect them. 
This, of course, has to do with the reversal of Roe v. Wade and the abortion pill. This is where the debate is raging hot. Can can you get Okay, you can't get an abortion, but can you get a prescription that will terminate the life of your child in the privacy of your own home? And Walgreens saying in the 20 states that prohibit abortion, they're not going to do it. I say salute to Walgreens, at least on this one. Governor Governor Newsom saying, then we're going to kick you out. That is a muscle flex. And that means the battle for life, it is actually intensifying. It's not abating, which is why I still would encourage you to support preborn.org slash wretched ultrasounds being provided and... They're trying to get involved in saving those that are staggering to the slaughter via the Internet on the Internet. Yeah, they've still got their centers. Yes, they are doing those and they are still effective. But now they're having to engage. How do we intercept online? If you can support preborn ministries, you will be you will be engaging. That will be something that you can do to protect the lives of people and have the gospel preached to the women and to the men that come and consider abortions, whether it's online or in person, you can support preborn at preborn.org slash wretched. You won't believe these quotes, but this is transcripted from the school board in Arizona that said, we don't want to, we don't want to be hiring any more of those Christian teachers. Quote, while I full heartedly believe in religious freedom, <laughs> This is like Chuck Schumer saying Tucker Carlson is undermining democracy for showing public videos so that people can make up their own minds. It's an assault on democracy. Uh, I think shutting down somebody from stating their opinion and showing public films, I think that actually might be an undermining of democracy. But what do I know in this inverted universe we live in where up is down and down is up? While I full-heartedly believe in religious freedom, said a board member, and people being able to practice whatever faith that they believe, I have some concerns regarding looking at this particular institution. So she full-heartedly believes in religious freedom for some, the ones that approve of us, but if they don't, we won't. By the way, the school board member identifies as bilingual, disabled, neurodivergent, queer, black, Latina. That is a lot of intersections going on there. I'm going to start with our values. First, our vision in the school district is committed to achieving excellence for every child, every day, every opportunity, every child. When I go to Arizona Christian University's website, and I'm taking this directly from their site, quote, above all else, be committed to Jesus Christ. How dare those Christians make a public affirmation of their allegiance to Jesus, accomplishing his will and advancing his kingdom on earth as in heaven. You know, like the Lord's prayer requests that God's kingdom would grow. And this woman, if she identifies as such, um, she doesn't want anything to do with it. She doesn't want to allow Christians with that sort of faith statement to be teaching children because they might just impose their values on the kids and we want to impose our values on the children. Are we all following along? Another quote. 
Because if we're bringing people in whose mission, who has been told with their institution of education that above all else, it is to influence people to be biblically minded, how does that hold space for people of other faiths? Well, take a look around because Christians have allowed freedom of religion from other people. What Do we really think that there's going to be a Christian principal who says, no more, no more people. Wait a second. You're Lutheran? No. Not going to allow you to come in here. That isn't my kind of Christian. It's utter nonsense, but fear-mongering. How does that hold space for our members of the LGBT community? How does that hold space? Oh, that lingo. How does that hold space for people who think differently and do not have the same beliefs? Um, it's called tolerance. And maybe I could point out what should be obvious. It's supposed to be a two-way street, but not in progressive world. No, we're going to be intolerant because we perceive those people might not be tolerant. At some point, we need to get real with ourselves and take a look at who we're making legal contracts with and the message that it is sending to our community. And so Arizona Christian University students, you're on the outs. Quote, we cannot continue to align ourselves with organizations that starkly contrast our values and say that we legitimately care about diversity, equity, and inclusion, that we legitimately care about our families. We just don't care about all those Christian families, those Christian people, because we, we hate them and we hate their Christ. What do we do? How do we show courage in this age? You have options. You can go to these school board meetings. You can. You, 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 you can go to any sort of corporate me meeting where you might be able to share your voice. But might I suggest evangelism? If these school board members got saved, we would not be reading this nonsense. This is Wretched Radio. And it's time for some Wretched News on Wretched Radio. I'm Jimmy Hicks. Well, it looked like the latest trend in schools, not about Fortnite, not about TikTok, but rather about Ouija boards. Yeah, you heard me right. Apparently some kids in Columbia started fooling around with the satanic toys and, well, they wound up so scared they were hospitalized for anxiety, according to their parents. I mean, if they were looking to get scared, all they had to do was go to math class. That's what I used to do. But we are living in an upside-down world, so there's probably kids out there that actually enjoy math class. So weird. Over in Australia, a Christian group that held a public prayer march is being investigated by the police. Yeah, reciting the Lord's Prayer is now considered a crime in Australia, or so it seems. <sighs> I guess anything that goes against the progressive agenda has got to get shut down because it's dangerous. And speaking of things that should be shut down, a bit of controversy over a drag show in the UK for babies. Yeah, a drag show for babies, not for just minors, but for babies. What, what are they going to do next? Pole dancing for preschoolers? It, it, it's disturbing and it is disgusting to try to figure out why people are so intent on sexualizing children. Hopefully some kind of common sense will eventually prevail and we stop this madness, but I'm not holding out too much hope. But there is some good news out there. The state of Utah has passed a law which requires parental consent for social media use. And that's going to give parents some control over what their kids are doing online. 
Hopefully, other states will follow suit and we can start to regain some sanity in this world. (laughs) Yeah, I realize what I just said. It's a long shot because we've got stories like this Democratic congressman from New York that just accused Republicans of being pro-Putin for trying to keep kids from seeing pornography online. Yeah, because, you know, preventing children from viewing pornography on the Internet is just like asking for Russia to come in and take over our democracy. Exactly the same thing. I wonder if he thought that sounded better in his head before he actually said it out loud. And if this isn't just fantastic news, the University of Pennsylvania has named an individual who identifies as a non-binary trans feminine person as their LGBTQ scholar in residence. Because, you know, we really needed more ways to celebrate and promote that agenda. But who needs merit-based qualifications? Who cares about hard work when you can just virtue signal your way to success? That's a great lesson for our kids, right? And to top it off, the residency is made possible through an anonymous $2 million donation. Excuse me a moment while I go bang my head against the wall. And that's been your Wretched News. More Wretched Radio straight ahead. I'm Jimmy Hicks. Lexicon. There are many words to help us understand the nature of the Bible. Words like inerrancy. The Bible is the word of God, and God cannot err. Therefore, the Bible is without error. We know that God has revealed himself truthfully in the pages of Scripture. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. It appears everything is currently right with the world. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, humanity. Film at 11. Scratch that. (laughs) This is Wretched Radio. The world keeps turning and the world keeps burning. Is that a Billy Joel song? Nevertheless, we continue to see a world losing its mind. Got to be careful, Christian, that we don't lose ours with them. Because there's enough to drive you to drink. There's enough to drive you to the funny farm because the world, as Christianity abates, as God's restraining hand is lifted, you are going to see increasing foolishness. Just people whose minds are untethered from reality. Case in point number one, did you see the video of the couple sitting together? The woman does all the talking. That's no surprise. As the dad, can we call him that, sits passively watching as she explains why they went to get their child's gender changed, knowing that he was a she before he could even talk. Our daughter is 10 years old. Um, She started letting us know that um, she was transgender really um, before she could even speak. <laughs> My belief is unwavering. You could put me in a corner with a box of crack and I could not write what we are hearing as reality today. Before the child, we just knew it. Why? Well, because we're progressive parents and we have the internet and the and the child sent off such clear signals. She would do things like 
wear her sister's clothes, um, pretend that towels were her long hair. Oh, a true and sign. And when she was about three years old, um, she started to withdraw and become depressed. So we started doing some research. There it is. We um, talked to her pediatrician. And off our child went to get their body mutilated. Because they saw signs, even though the child didn't articulate it. Could they have helped that child? Sure. But why do that when you can make a video and people can applaud you for being so progressive and wonderful? What would happen if those two got saved? That child would have been spared. We cannot lose sight of this. It is maddening to watch a world go mad, isn't it? And we can go mad with them. But probably a different kind of mad. This is just insanity. You and I can just get furious. And that is not a safe place for us to be. Now, I'm all for righteous indignation. But I don't want to become bitter. And I don't want to see these very lost and confused. Can I call them people? I don't know what they They might identify as rhinoceri, which is the plural, of course, of rhinoceros. I, I don't know. And I don't want to offend how they perceive themselves. But these people need to get saved. They are the harvest field. And if we're not careful, we're going to lose sight of that. So other than that, all is well in the world. Hold on. U.S. powerlifting. Must let transgender athletes compete in women's division after losing a discrimination case. Say bye-bye, women's athletics. When the dudes start powerlifting, uh, that is just one big nail in, in the coffin of the pink gender. Wait until men start playing women's tennis. John McEnroe will be proved right. You recall his remarks, which got him in all kinds of hot water. Some dude who's ranked 400 in the world, he, he could be number one in the world in the women's circuit. He just needs to put on a tennis skirt or whatever it is, the spandex. Can we please stop that trend? And by the way, here's a trend. If you happen to be a professional tennis player, could I encourage you to stop trying to seek more applause for yourself after you do your job and hit a good shot? There's, you know, they're lifting up there. Come on, give it to me. Give it, give it, give it to me. And they, they flap their hands like, come on. I need to, and then they put their finger to their ear. Come on, praise me for doing what you paid me to do today. Can we just stop that trend? Wait until men start playing women's golf and can drive the ball on average. I think it's about 80 yards further. That's a lot. Just wait until some of these sports really start to see more guys go, so all I need to do is pretend I'm a chick. And I'm going to get the trophy and the prize money. Call me Gladys. Where do I sign up? Other than that, everything is fine in the world. Hold on. Working for Tucker Carlson these days, although I got to tell you, woof. Is, is there anybody braver these days than Tucker Carlson? Seriously. I, the, oh, you've no doubt seen the video footage that is public footage that he's been releasing about some of the other video that was archived with timestamps, by the way, on the January 6th fiesta that was held in Washington, D.C. that is being called a violent insurrection. He's showing those videos 
And the senator from New York goes on the floor to state Fox needs to shut him down. And then Tucker goes on the next night and says he's a lying liar and a liar who tells lies. Whoa. Honestly, he 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 is one brave dude. I got to tell you in Minnesota, a legislator, quote, I'm sick of white Christians. Why? Now, just 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 leave that. Co- Let's just say you had nothing following that sentence. Just replace it with something else. I'm sick of gay people. You would you would be pilloried for that. This woman, of course, because she's progressive, um, no problemo. What was the issue? Apparently, white Christians, those horrible people, they're adopting Native American babies. She calls that a genocide. That's right. Label something and repeat the phrase often enough, and that is what it becomes. It is the war of words, and I got to tell you, progressives are doing quite well at it. On her personal Facebook, so she has the right to do this, it's just nice to be aware that this is how she feels. In Minnesota, if you care about our babies, advocate against the genocide. Help the actual issues impacting indigenous parents. Anybody opposed to that? I don't think so. Stop stealing our babies. Um, The adoptive process is anything but stealing a child. There are more flaming hoops that must be jumped through and the money. And our babies, stop stealing our babies and changing their names under the impression you are helping. White saviors are the worst. That's Minnesota. By the way, Minnesota, I got to tell you, even though I have to confess for decades, it was disappointing to live in that frigid state and have the Vikings always snatch defeat out of the mouth of victory in Super Bowl attempt after Super Bowl attempt to watch pretty much every athletic team fizzle in the crucial moments. I got to tell you, I think I think they are going to grab the progressive ring Right out of California. I think that they're on their way to becoming more progressive than California, which is just so agitating. Don't know if you've ever been to Minnesota. It is absolutely lovely. The people, delightful. Well, not as delightful as they were 15 years ago. <laughs> we move to the south. It's a great place to raise a family. It, it, and, and it feels, it always feels like a community there. And yet the progressives absolutely reigning in Minnesota, determined to be the Super Bowl winner of progressivism. So other than that, every... Oh, oh thank you, man. Film at 11. This is actually potentially some good news. There's a debate that is beginning internationally that seems to be making its way into the States. India has banned TikTok and over 300 Chinese apps. That's actually a good story. That is that is a, a really hot story. Will we do that here? Or will progressives say, no, it's a matter of freedom of speech. We need to allow people to make pornographic images in order to invade the hearts and minds of children who love the TikTok machine. Just watch that battle rage. I think, I'm not sure, but I think Senator Howley is the one who's saying kids shouldn't even have access to the Internet until they're 16 years old. 
I think if you wanted to really trust the science, we'd probably have to say 25 because that is when the human brain stops getting wired. And social media, it just seems to be rewiring our kids. But other than that, everything is... U.S. marriage rate has declined 60% since 1970, study shows. Uh-oh, you want to know a mark of a crumbling nation? It's the lack of babies being born and the lack of committed parents, a boy and a girl, a pink and a blue together, staying faithfully married and having children. That is the mark that a nation is crumbling. Of course, the question is, why is this statistic so high? It has declined 60% since 1970. I don't want to brag, but I think I might have at least one answer. Next on Wretched Radio. Let's visit a pre-born life center in action. Look at that baby. Abortion pill reversal actually works. That's a beating heart. Look how small it is. Tell me. That doesn't encourage you to consider supporting preborn.org slash wretched. $28 purchases a free ultrasound for a mommy who will choose life. It is indeed about saving babies' lives via $28 ultrasounds, but it is also sharing the gospel so that moms and dads get saved. Would you please consider supporting preborn centers with as many free ultrasounds as you can? $28 for an ultrasound, 80% of the time saves a life. Learn more at preborn.org slash wretched. It's hard to admit, but if you're like me, sometimes you get a little bored with Christian TV. Do you wish there was something else, you know, something that could offer you real solutions for the struggles that you're having or maybe that your loved ones are facing? Well, look no further because I'm going to point you in the direction of our series Transformed. Season 2 is available right now at Transformed.org or at the Wretched store at Wretched.org. And Transformed is not your typical Christian program. It offers a unique perspective on biblical counseling, showcasing real people who have real issues that are seeking real solutions. It's hosted by Dr. Greg Gifford, Assistant Professor of Biblical Counseling at The Masters University, and Dale Johnson, the Executive Director of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors. And together, they demonstrate the sufficiency of God's Word as they offer biblical solutions to those in need. So pick up Season 2 of Transformed again right now at transformed.org or at the Wretched Store at wretched.org. How's inflation been treating you if costs for health insurance are skyrocketing in your home? Would you please visit MediShare.com slash wretched. Affordable biblical health sharing. Christians paying for other Christians' medical bills, which means you don't have to worry where the money is going for mm, bad stuff. Second of all, you can save on average $500 per month. And finally, MediShare, it's the gold standard for healthcare sharing for more than 25 years. 
it works. And the members, including myself and Mrs. Friel, love it, which is why their customer satisfaction rate is double traditional health insurance. If inflation has got you down, call up the people at MediShare, 844-34-BIBLE or MediShare.com slash wretched. Names of God. We learn a lot about God from the names given to Him in Scripture. One name is Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace. The fall brought conflict into the world, but through Christ, God has brought peace into the world. Peace with God, peace with man, and peace with self. True peace is only known in Christ. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Don't worry, I'm not going to play this again. No, sir, it's Bob. Not going to beat that horse to death. Instead, we're going to beat this horse to death. This is Wretched Radio Survey says marriage rates have declined 60% since 1970. Why aren't the whippersnappers pursuing marriage the way that we once did? I would like to suggest to you, while I grant you this is not the shiniest bauble in the jewelry store to talk about, nevertheless, we've got to focus on asking the question, why? Why are young generations not doing the things we once did that we know are biblical and good for them. And I would like to propose there is a big reason that so many people are not getting married at a younger age. One word, fear. Do you remember a number of months ago, somebody sent this to idea at wretched.org. It was from Reddit. It's one of those sites where everybody just kind of blah, blah, blahs. So this isn't entirely scientific, but a guy kind of kicked off a thread explaining why he's not dating anymore. And then everybody just jumped in. There were hundreds and hundreds of posts, and I gleaned through as many as I could. And one of the consistent themes was, well, there were many. I'm just sick of the scrolling. I'm sick of the rejection, but there was another explanation for why they don't even want to date. They're scared. They're afraid of marriage. Now, they gave all kinds of excuses, but I'm sure some of their observations are accurate. Their parents didn't seem to be happily married. Their parents got divorced. They saw the acrimony. They don't want none of that. Nevertheless, fear seems to be bubbling underneath it. Why are they afraid of doing things that should be spectacular? Getting married, it should be amazing. Survey says from Pew Research Center, 63% of men under 30 are single. What is going on? And I think the answer is fear. Received an email. Now, once again, I do have some scientific support for some of these musings, but I also grant you some of this is anecdotal, but we do need to remember what we're seeing in a younger generation. It is new. Most sociologists, they're identifying 2012, the introduction of social media, unfettered access to the World Wide Web. That was what kicked off. So how many studies can we have at this point? We're just barely a decade into this shebang of modern technology. This was sent in from a person. Debbie, 
I've given the current trends a lot of thought, the trends of young people and why they seem to be different than preceding generations in some pretty distinct ways. When I was growing up and our parents were growing up, children did not have the privilege and freedoms of adults. They were not exposed to all the adult things that our kids and that are exposed to, nor did they have the things that our kids have, phones, TVs in their rooms, etc. Those were things that they had to, and here's where I think it gets interesting, they had to earn those things. Girls didn't wear makeup until they were teenagers. They were forbidden. Incidentally, I'm sorry to be distracted, but hey, if you've got the ADH whatever, you understand. There was a video. Ay, 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 Jimmy, I don't know if you saw this. It was it was sickening. It was genuinely like, oh, bro. I, I think they sent it out on Not the Bee. It was a drag story hour. Now, remember, you got parents fighting for this. Mommies, mostly. And somebody did some sort of cell phone video. They're these drag queen people parading around looking like a caricature of a woman. No woman really dresses the way that those guys do. Nevertheless, there was a girl I had, would have guessed, eight years old, nine, max ten. And she had on a skirt and some cowboy boots, and she was dancing sexily while the moms were like you go girl you go oh i'm sorry that's criminal i'm sorry if we lived in a world that had an emblance of comments just any semblance of sanity the authorities would go i'm sorry we're not sure that you're fit to parent we're gonna have to protect that child from you mom they call yeah they call that child exploitation Unbelievable. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It was disgusting. Back to the email from Debbie. They did not date until they were older. Parents acted like parents. Now, this is this is this is something to consider because we have seen an awful lot of protective parenting and kids having some of their freedom to decide, a freedom to even do some things that are risky while simultaneously being allowed the freedom to look at anything they want on social media. Let's go back to Debbie. If our kids are given everything and not expected to earn anything or work for anything, no wonder why they shun responsibility. If they realize that freedom comes with responsibility, they might look forward to it. But if they have everything without it, no wonder they want to stay in the cocoon. There is a different style of parenting that we all identify has been happening now for a couple of decades. On the one hand, total, we just provide, we provide, we provide. So there's no earning, there's no waiting, there's no longing for there's no striving to get to the point where my parents will say, yes, now you have earned this. In the meantime, we've tried to protect them from everything difficult and scary, including going outside to play. How many scars do you have from that, from childhood? I got a couple. I've got one. We didn't ask, Todd. I've got one on my left ring finger. That was a drain pipe. <laughs> that, well, it won that day, but I still climbed it. Because I was sent outside to play. And there were some inherent dangers. Now, of course, we don't want to send. All right, kids. Um, we want you to go play where they're using dynamite to blow shale out of the earth. And make sure you get close to the tractors, too. Pay no attention to the beeping sound. Just 
play. Of course we don't do that. But there's no risk going on. There, 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 there's, there's no accomplishing something and recognizing that life is scary. So now, as they grow into adult years, they don't know what it means to conquer fear. Is that a possibility? This is connected, again, to social media. Social media, again, keeping our kids from playing, which cultivates them in them a sense of conquering, overcoming fears and dangers. Social media is a major cause of the mental illness epidemic seen in girls. This is just another study. And I've got study after study. Social media, it grabs the kids. I think that I just, uh, yeah, tick, tick, no, cell phones. This was in Great Britain. There's some voices now in Great Britain saying, hey, the kids, enough with the cell phones at school. The statistic that I read in that particular article commentary, that British kids spend 50 hours a week on their cell phones. 50 hours. They aren't going outside to play. They don't want to do things that are hard. They don't want to get sweaty and dirty and, and, and come in and, and, and have to clean up. They just want to stay connected to that media. And they are. And it seems that it is affecting their ability to overcome the fear of asking a chick, you want to go out? Hey, do you want to maybe see if we might be compatible for marriage that we might spend the rest of our lives together? Mom and dad, you're up against it. I am telling you, you're up against it. And I, I don't want to be like, I don't know, Jen Wilkinson. Is that Was it Wilkins or Wilkinson? Yeah, Wilkins. Yeah, sorry. She, You just watched. She was in a debate that they did at the Gospel Coalition. Right. Where she basically give a summary of what she said. Well, she was for the uh, uh, she advocated for sending your children to public schools. But she uh, said, but, but but you know she wasn't going to tell you not to send your kids to public school. But if you aren't, you're doing a disservice to the world, to the community around you. Yeah, yeah. look, that's I, I that's, sorry, that's a parental decision. It it just. You you see fit to educate your kids where you are, and I'll do likewise, and we won't try to impose those things. I, I don't want to do that, but I think that I do want to beat the horse once again. Yeah. Encourage you to figure out a strategy and to analyze what is going on in your home with the social media machines. How are your kids being affected by it? Are we helping one another in the church community? Let's say you're in a homeschool community. Are you helping one another there? Or are the kids just as addicted as anybody else out there? If we don't start going at the root of these reasons that our kids are not acting the way, in the good ways that preceding generations did, Honestly, we might have nobody to blame but ourselves for that. Get ready. The next generation, they, they, they don't want to work as hard. Why? Well, because they're told on the Internet, you've got to have work-life balance. It's becoming a right. No, I don't work extra time to get ahead or to help out the organization. I've got to have work-life. All of these changes, there seems to be a line connected to social media. Mom and dad, just going to ask, what's your plan? And until tomorrow, go serve your king.